what's going on everybody different kind of video today uh different kind of podcast i don't have a guest i'm just going to go through a few stories that i think are super interesting to myself and the first one is chris paul and the phoenix suns and particularly what i think about chris paul and the phoenix suns is that chris paul christopher emmanuel paul cp3 the point god the skate instructor basketball reference here has is the skate instructor anyways he should decline his 44 million dollar player option next season chris paul is in line to make 44 million dollars next year at the age of 36 turning 37 and i think he should turn it down i think he can get more money not 44 plus a year no 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 but I think if he goes to the Phoenix Suns and be like, hey guys, remember last night when we clinched a playoff spot for the first time in 10 years and the only thing that's different between 10 years ago and now is that you have me? Uh, yeah, that is worth a three-year, 60 to $75 million contract. And I think it makes sense for everybody. I think Chris Paul can get more money than he's going to make. So if he gets the 44 million, if he opts in $44 million, and at 37, let's say they had Phoenix as a down year. He's not getting a 15 plus million dollar contract next year after cashing in a 44, right? He's gonna come up off the books at the same time as eight. He's gonna, surely they're not gonna have a better season that they're having this year. Phoenix came up by surprise. They're top two seed pretty much for the last two months. It, it makes too much sense for Chris. Chris Paul has too much leverage. I think he can get somewhere between 60 to $75 million for three years. Takes him up until he's 39, 40 years old. But look, that's how hungry I think Phoenix were for a winner. And I think that's how business savvy Chris Paul is. He's going to add this to the state farm money. He's going to be fine. But it makes sense. And for the team standpoint too, if you have Chris Paul having... 35% of the cap next year. You're out of the running for some free agents in a crop that's not that bad. This is going to be a, a role player heavy free agency. And Phoenix could use a couple more role players, even though I think they've gotten some huge contributions from some guys that you never hear of. I think they could use the leftover Chris Paul money in a new deal to get a couple more guys that can eat up five to 10 minutes in a playoff game and really push the needle and keep them as a contender during this Chris Paul twilight era. And that's just what I think. Um, yeah, you'd have more players for Aiden when he comes off his deal. Chris Paul will make more money than he would otherwise make. And the comparable to Chris Paul is our boy Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry has already come out and said, I'm not signing anything less than a two-year $50 million deal. He's thinking $25 million per. I love Kyle Lowry, but I think Chris Paul is a good comparable. Chris Paul undoubtedly has proven you put him on your team, you're making the playoffs. And for franchise like Phoenix, that's invaluable. So that's my first thought of the day. I think the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul we're gonna have an interesting summer. I think Chris Paul opts out. I think Chris Paul takes more money over a longer period of time, which helps the Phoenix Suns with their cap space. It helps Chris Paul with his wallet. And 
it's just funny to think about that a couple years ago i think it was last year chris paul said no i would not decline my 44 million dollar player option to make a trade possible and now i think it's in his best interest to decline it so he can cash out even more so so chris paul think about it i don't think you're one of my 123 subscribers but if you come across it let me know what are we doing here the next story that i really want to get into is the eastern conference playoff race particularly with a focus on the raptors the toronto playoff picture is murky it's complicated there's so much depth uh so much more depth to the situation i think people give credit to and that's because let's take it from the beginning of the year the beginning of the year the raptors were advertising themselves as the franchise that is one piece away from being a championship contender if you are an all-star level player, if you're a superstar level player, pick Toronto because we can take you there. We'll make your job easier. You have depth, pick Toronto. That has obviously changed as Toronto is now the 12th seed. I think they had a bad break with COVID. I think the Florida thing screwed them up. But remember, this season was supposed to be an advertising ploy for one of the big fish this free agency. Open gym was open tampering when they were going after Giannis. But I don't know if you close that door outright because here, let's let's understand the playoff picture first. Because I had to I have to look at this like five times a day. So the way the playoffs are gonna work in twenty in this season is that the seventh place team and eighth place team at the end of the season they play each other is it a series or a one game knockout? I don't know. I th- let's let's say it's a. I think it's like if the seventh seed wins one game, they get the seventh seed. If the eighth seed beats the seventh seed twice, they get the seventh seed. I think that's what it is. It might be wrong, but regardless, those two teams are going to play each other for the seventh seed. Conversely, lower down is going to be the ninth seed plays the tenth seed, and the winner of the ninth versus tenth series plays the loser of the seven eight series the winner of this the winner of the that series which is the loser of the seven eight versus the winner of the nine ten gets the eighth seed so if we go back right now the raptors are the 12th seed so we're tied for 11th with chicago i guess they hold the tiebreaker we're, we're, we're two games back of washington and we're not catching indiana if you're the 10th seed you play indiana and that's a winnable series if you're the raptors then you're playing the loser of the seventh eighth matchup if that stays as miami versus charlotte or boston versus charlotte which looks like the only two options right now charlotte's gonna lose and i do think the raptors can beat charlotte and then you're playing brooklyn in the first round as the eighth seed so you're the eighth seed you play brooklyn and if you win a game if you win two games against brooklyn and maybe keep it tight you're not going to beat Brooklyn. No one's making that argument. No one will make that argument. And if it's Philly, I think it's the same thing. I think you can win a game or two against the top two seeds in the East if you sneak into that playoffs picture and then you preserve that, hey, we're still just a piece away from being a super, super good team. Keeps Toronto alive as a viable market, which is important. The real piece of Raptors news that we're not talking about is Masai Ujiri because 
Masai Jerry is also going to be a free agent this summer. Do executives hit free agency? I think there's only 30 of you in the league. I feel like you just sign the contract every time it's on the table, no matter what the team is. But Masai Jerry, obviously, credit where credit's due. Masai Jerry has earned the ability to, I guess, ponder the market. But here's the fun part about Masai Jerry not having a contract right now. The only things we heard of in the last two years is that Masai Ujiri wants to go to New York. I don't think Masai, <laughs> I don't think New York wants Masai Ujiri anymore. I think Leon Rose has done an amazing job with the Knicks organization. He's doing an amazing job with the G League organization. I think he's well liked. I think his job is firmly safe for at least another few years. Masai Ujiri is not going to the Knicks. The other team that was always mentioned with Masai Ujiri is the Washington Wizards. One of the most on fire teams in the league right now. I think Washington's happy with Tommy Shepard there. I think Washington, I, I don't think the deal for Masai Ujiri that Washington would have gave him, which was basically everything you ever wanted, plus stake in the, the franchise, plus all your initiatives paid for, all, plus all these other things. I don't think that's on the table anymore for Masai Ujiri in New York or in Washington. So why hasn't he signed a deal yet with the Raptors? This leaves me hope that he will sign a deal in the summer. I think I don't think there's any more options for him. I don't think, look, I, I don't think the NBA, in the NBA, you ruin a good thing. And the two most tangible options for Masai Ujiri were Washington, where he's from, where he has family, where his wife's from and the Knicks, because the Knicks is the project, right? The Knicks is like, wow, I built a winner in New York. That's like building a winner in Toronto. But those options are off the table, I would assume. For good reason, I would assume. So with Masai Ujiri not having his two two bullets in the chamber, I think he has to come back to the Raptors. I think, I just wonder why it hasn't happened already. But that's where I am at with Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri had two options, Washington and New York, neither of them look tangible anymore so does he sign a deal in the near future maybe he waits for after the playoffs shake up but look your leverage is down your leverage i don't think anyone expected the knicks and wizards to play themselves out of Masai. but that's what looks like happened Masai, Masai's situation has to be figured out before the lowry situation gets figured out before the raptors whole future gets figured out so there's a whole mess here and it all comes back to this playoff picture here let me know what you think the Raptors should do. Should you play for that 10th seed, try to make a splash in the playoffs, or should you tank, let Washington keep Tommy Shepard? Let me know. But the last story that I want to talk about, which is kind of more on brand with this channel, is uh, a prep program in Canada, a good prep program as of late. That's some weird shit going on. So Northern Kings, the affiliate of Bill Crothers, the former affiliate of Bill Crothers, has seen some drama here. I reached out to Northern Kings uh, asking for more information on the situation. They didn't get back to me, so I'm going to speculate. But for those listening on audio only, this is what Northern Kings added to their Instagram account yesterday. <sighs> <clears throat> Bill Crothers is internalizing the prep basketball program and has decided to use teachers to lead the boys basketball teams moving forward. The next slide says, this comes after a season that saw the teams go from the bottom of the OSBA standings 
to the championship game at the senior prep level. Our junior prep team made it to the final four and was the only team to beat the eventual champion. So right here, these first two slides are saying, hey, um, we're getting fired or we're not getting our contracts renewed or they're not keeping us around anymore. And this is happening even though we turn this program completely around, which is true. We had uh, Kayon Mayers on the program last week, debuted last week, it was actually a few weeks ago. And he was talking about a couple kids over at Northern Kings that he thinks are slept on. So Northern Kings is developing good players. They're bringing in good players. They did a good, they had a good season and they're not being brought back for whatever reason. The next slide says all of our 2020, wait, did I, did I miss one? Yeah. No. So the next slide says all of our 2020 graduates moved on to post-secondary opportunities through their contribution to the team and Bill Carlos community. It was the single, it was the biggest single season turnaround in league history. Now, I don't know the history of the league. I can't attest to that being true or not, but it is true that their guys, they all got deals. Uh, one went to Queens. I don't know where everyone went. I know one went to Purdue. So you got D1 offers, you got U Sports offers. They got kids scholarships. They got kids into great situations. What prep is supposed to do, which makes this even more puzzling. But let's see what else they said. They said this internalization is only happening with boys basketball at the school. Many other sports will continue to bring in third party organizations to operate their high performance teams. So yeah, Northern Kings is not Bill Crothers right? Northern Kings is its own basketball program that was affiliated with Bill Crothers that was developing the prep side of their basketball program. This happens with all their other sports. And what Northern Kings is saying right now is that this internalization where teachers are going to uh, handle the basketball team is only happening for the basketball program. For volleyball, it's not happening for soccer, nothing, nothing else. It's just the boys' basketball. So now we get a little suspicious. The next slide says, unfortunately, the school's rationale for their decision was unclear, as no specific reasons were provided. Instead, they just attempted to overwhelm us with compliments on the fantastic success and pride we brought to the school. So now it's getting developed, right? I always get skeptical, and this is why I asked Northern Kings. And there's another reason, but we'll get to that. For a further comment, look, unfortunately, the school's rationale for decision was unclear as no specific reasons were provided. What that tells me is that they did say something, but it wasn't to them specific enough a reason to, to oust them as the affiliate. Something's fishy here. I don't. I feel like I'm not getting the full story. I don't know what's happening, but we'll keep reading. The next slide says the lack of transparency, which you guys are also doing right now, points to systemic issues facing our sport and society. It continues to surface in every part of our world, including youth sport and our school systems. A York Region District School Board Superintendent refused to answer any questions when asked for further clarity on their decision-making process. I read that as saying Northern Carthers, sorry, Northern Carthers, Northern Kings is starting to point the finger to a, what appears to be, and will become evident in the next slide, a, uh, a racial issue. 
let's move on to the next slide. The next slide says the lack of respect and disregard for the future of what are primarily young black males in line with many of the systemic issues surrounding discriminatory policies and practices the school board has faced over the last few years and as recently as a few weeks ago. This, this is the slide, right? This is the slide. This is Northern Kings and please comment back Please hit me back with a clarification. I'll clarify myself. I'll, I'll, I'll change the record. But what this is saying is that, look, Bill Crothers might have a racial problem with our program. We support young black men in their pursuit of basketball. We've done a great job. Look, we've turned the season around. We turned the program around in one year. You have guys getting offers left, right, center. And this is only happening to men's basketball. And we can't help but notice that men's basketball is the only predominantly black affiliation the school has. Northern Kings, let me know if you have anything else to add to this, because this is the this is what I'm reading to it. I think this is what you want us to read into it. I would love to know more about the situation, but I think essentially what's being alleged here is racism against Bill Crothers. If that's the case, we should be holding Bill Crothers accountable. I will extend the same opportunity to Bill Crowther's too. Now, this isn't a, a program that gets millions of views, thousands of views, nothing like that. So I don't know if this is slanderous to you guys or not, but Bill Crowther's, if they want the opportunity to explain themselves further, I think they have to. This is a powerful, powerful message being brought by Northern Kings. And if it's true, which I'm leaning towards it is, but I would like to know more about it. If it's true, we should hold the school accountable. If this is not true, the school needs to come out and say something more explicitly why this is the way it has to be. Now, there is an alternative reality where maybe post pandemic, the basketball program was too expensive to keep. I don't know what the finances are for that, but maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's just, hey, you guys are expensive coaches. The program is expensive to maintain with the travel, with with the resources that you guys asked for and we're just going to take it ourselves and make do with what we have and if that's the case then that's the case right but it is very suspicious that the only black dominated sport in the program is the only one getting ousted do soccer teams travel do volleyball teams travel are these programs not as expensive and look it's definitely it's definitely not on the merits Northern Kings did not get dismissed from Bill Crothers because of a lack of success. It's quite the opposite. It's quite clear it's the opposite. So I want to know what's going on with Bill Crothers. Anyways, next slide. One and a half years into a pandemic and Bill Crothers nor the board have provided any communication or guidance for athletes and families who were openly recruited to the school, a school that specializes in sport and more specifically high performance sport funded by the board this isn't leadership, this is neglect. Young people deserve opportunities, not politics. Our program will continue to support our athletes throughout the transition out of the school and into a supportive environment where they can achieve both their academic and athletic goals by next season. We will not let our athletes and their families down and continue to lead through this, time, this tough time. Next steps and alternative options are being explored and are already in the works. We will follow up with details shortly. That's 
again, a huge, huge aspect of this is that you had kids committing to the program. They see that all these other kids are getting these wonderful opportunities because of Northern Kings. And then Bill Crothers is pulling the rug from underneath them for what's being alleged racism. They haven't spoke on it to my knowledge. I'd love for someone to speak to it, but all indications right now are pointing towards a systemic problem. So we'll have to see, but I hope these kids, they, uh, they bounce back on their feet. I'm not too worried about the coaching. I'm not too worried about the Northern Kings program because Northern Kings program is successful. It is what it is. They're going to bounce back They're They can attach themselves to any program and make it a winner. Those guys have been doing a tremendous job for many years. I'm worried about the kids. I hope the kids can find an opportunity. They already lost basketball for two years because of the pandemic. They need, they need a good environment. And I guess if there was ever a time to cut ties with the program, it isn't right before the summer. They will have Northern Kings will have time to uh, to get an alternative option ready, and it looks like they already have one ready. So those kids will hopefully bounce back. Bill Crothers, we need answers. This seems to be a super unacceptable uh, thing that's going on here. But again, I would leave the door slightly open for something that has not been explained yet. But all indications are pointing towards something very troubling. And with that, that's that's everything I had to talk about today. Um, Chris Paul opt out. What are the Raptors going to do? And this Northern this Northern Kings Bill Crowther story. Um, so if you guys liked this video, if you guys liked this podcast, leave me a nice review. Leave me a thumbs up. And maybe we'll do this again sometime. This is kind of fun. Anyways, see ya.